0: Welcome back to another week of instigating with Clarky and Drury brought to you by our friends at Conway Furniture Highway 86 East end of Listowel. Our friends at Larry Hudson Chevrolet Buick GMC and of course the Listowel Squash Courts. We got stuff to talk about regarding all three of our great sponsors later. Yeah, Stick you, around for that.
1: You you, you not to jump yeah. in here but you tease me something about the uh, squash courts. Go I'm I'm excited to find out what you're going to be talking
0: about later. Something big occurred for me at the squash courts, all right? But Something even bigger is occurring right now because yeah. we're joined by our great friend, the general manager of the PJHL's Mitchell Hawks, Scott Bridge. Bridgie, how are you, my friend? I'm doing well. How about yourself, Ryan? I'm doing good, man. It's good to see you. I feel every time I talk to you, I feel like I haven't seen you in like a year, but it's like been a few weeks since <laughs> we did all those preseason interviews. Before we dig in to your and Clarkies, I'm not taking part in this. Your and Clarkies, beloved Maple Leafs. Things at the Hawks so far. How are things going? The team's playing pretty well. What's your impression so far of how the season's turned out? Uh, We're a young team.
2: We're a very young team. Um, Obviously, Mitchell winning the championship a couple of years ago, you're going to win that with a veteranized group. So last year, uh, being the first year with Mitchell and the team still veteranized and old, we knew that, turnover was going to happen at some point and that happened to be this year so uh, we're young, we're learning there's there's a pile of learning curves it's uh, you can't let your emotions get the best of you but yeah we're in a little bit of a slump right now but guys are practicing hard learning systems uh, we've got what nine rookies on the team this year so um, more than half, it's about half your team uh, that hasn't played a PGHL game going into this year so we know that there's going to be some bumps and and we're learning, we're learning the hard way right now, but we've got a system set up in place and it's up to the kids now to capitalize.
0: Bridgie, I know, obviously, like it's a lot of fun to have a team win a title. It's a lot of fun to kind of walk into a group like that. And obviously, last year, the team was still very competitive in your first uh, year in the big GM chair. I, I do have to imagine, though, in in a bit of a different way, that it's got to be somewhat exciting running a junior hockey team like this because you mentioned all that turnover. You're overseeing all of that. So it's got to be kind of exciting in a way to have new puzzle pieces and be responsible for the rebuild of this, if you will. That's got to be kind of exciting, right? It is
2: it is very exciting it, it takes a lot of hard work and a lot of communication you're not just dealing with players you're dealing with their parents as well and and chatting to them and uh, they always have lots of questions and <laughs> it's getting the kids out to the spring skates and then having meetings with them after spring skate on what on what uh, they see them where they see themselves this year and and where they see themselves playing uh what they wanted of our organization so there's lots of questions to be answered and and there's a lot of steps in a process to, uh, to signing um, a kid. Right. So, uh, but you're right. It is exciting. It's a, it's a lot of fun. And it's, it's the next step is watching these kids grow and uh, watching them um, grow every year, get bigger, stronger. And um, it's, it's always fun now that you've signed them just to have conversation in the hallway before games, talk to them at practice and, and getting to know them as people as well. Bridgie, is there there one part of the role
1: that's really satisfying for you, like like you just love to do?
2: Uh, I think that it's building relationships up with other general managers. I think that's Mm -hmm. very, very, very important. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, You know, you sit down in this summer watching the Jays game at night, and you're always chit-chatting to somebody, and uh, whether it's uh, at the junior C level, the junior B level, the NOJHL level, Uh, The OJHL level, you're always reaching out, introducing yourself, communicating, um, talking about players. And now that the season started, um, these GMs that Mm -hmm. you built relationships up with, they're now, you know, giving you a call and seeing what's available and, and obviously nothing right now. So, but it's, uh, that's probably the most satisfying Clarky, and yeah. uh, being in, in customer service and sales for so many years, it's kind of my background and it's what I enjoy doing. So Mm -hmm. that's, that's probably the most satisfying part is, is, is that. And then, and then um, obviously if you can make a trade happen with uh, bringing in a piece, um, that's also very satisfying too, as well. Sure. And, And
1: you know what, it's like life in general, right? Like, like building relationships I built my career on as well. And uh, carried on now, Larry Hudson's like, you got to build relationships. You got to, you got to reach out to people. You got to pick up the phone and talk to people. And yeah, I can, I can definitely see you uh, very successful in that role. You're, you know, um, as an outgoing guy. Um, So that's good. But there was a couple of things you mentioned in that answer that I wanted to um, touch upon. Yes. Uh, One was chatting about the Jays or watching a Jays game. um, And the other was making a trade. Let's let's dive in a little bit here on the Jays, if we can. Um, and I'm sure you saw what happened to the Jays and saw the press conferences afterwards. I cannot believe we are still in the same position with all three of the guys still. And tr- to me, there is tremendous amount of turmoil going on in that front office. How do you feel what's going on with the Jays? Can you believe that Atkins and Shapiro uh, are back, first off?
2: Yeah. Yeah. Actually, I'm, I'm I'm very shocked. And then they announced that Schneider's going to be back next year, too. Yeah. As well. yeah why not? And they, and, and they they let that out, let the cat out of the bag, like, what was it, a day or two after? Mm-hmm. And just you know, didn't even give time to digest it. And yeah. then they stated they didn't really agree with uh pulling burritos as well in Minnesota stating yeah. that, that didn't come from up top. It, it was his, it was his choice. Right. So that, do yeah. you believe that? Do you believe that? I don't believe that for a second. No, no. If someone was pulling the strings for Absolutely. Sure. Yeah. I, that's, that's just where I sit with that. I don't, I don't, Schneider. Yeah. I mean, with Barrios going going over to him in the dugout, putting his arm around him and just patting him on the chest and almost saying, "I know it's not you. And yeah, yeah. It's not, it's not your bad. It's, it's yeah. okay. It's okay." That just goes to show me that that wasn't John Schneider. That was, yeah. that was somebody more above him.
1: And I feel Ross Atkins maybe didn't lie in his press conference, but chose yeah. his words. Chose his words very carefully. I want to say, uh, i.e. He says, I didn't, I don't, I'm not in those meetings, uh, you know, before games, that's fine. Maybe you're not in the meetings, but you can't tell me your influence isn't in those meetings. And, and, and
2: yeah,
0: there's no, you may not be, sent.
1: and you may not be in a meeting the day before, like, you know, like I just thought he chose his words very carefully, not to be called out as a liar, but like, Here's- Oh my God. It was just like, I don't know. Like, just like here
0: here's my problem. A comedy routine yeah here's my problem not with what you're saying Clarky, but really the content of it and how true it really is and bridgie i'm interested in your thoughts on this uh now that we're off on a tirade about our our blue jays which is something we can all commonly uh, that's right you know, throw, throw our angst at it Is is you saying that oh he, he didn't exactly lie he just kind of chose his words and talked this yeah. way around. That's kind of exactly my problem with this front office totally. is that they don't just come out and tell you straight up. We screwed up. We yeah. made this decision. It went wrong. We told a guy to do this. Mm-hmm. We, we traded this player. It didn't work there. There was, there's no accountability to no. be found in that Mark Shapiro had a little bit of it in his press conference uh, where, where he came out and said, you know, off the top, the buck stops with me. I'm in charge. I, I, I'm I'm disappointed. That was the only little shred. And that image you brought up, Bridgie, of, of Jose Barrios and that moment he had with John Schneider in that game two in Minnesota, that encapsulated to me the entire season and everything that is wrong with this Blue Jays front office. And I'm interested to hear your thoughts just on, Where we go from here, because there's going to be a lot of roster turnover, like Matt Chapman's not coming back. There's just absolutely no way the Jays are going to pay a guy that hit, what, 213 down the stretch and lost all his power. But but there's Uh, another
1: thing. If I just interject quickly,
0: yeah, Atkins
1: Atkins basically said those three guys weren't coming back and then backtracked the next day.
0: I know. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. we There's no accountability and there's no level of trust between them and the fan base. But like I said, they're not going to pay Matt Chapman $20 million, no. 20 plus million to come back. Kevin Kiermeyer is the only one where I'm kind of like, maybe, maybe he'd come back with Merrifield's gone. There's going to be some of the pitchers. Jordan Hicks isn't going to come back unless they pay him $12 million and they're not going to. They got a lot of work to do here, Bridgie. And I guess really what I'm trying to say here is, there's been a lot of talk about Vladdy Jr. Would you trade
2: him? No, no, not not at not at this point. I just think his age comes into play, and um, I think the ceiling's so high with him. I, I think that there's a few minor issues with his game that I think the right coach could could bring out in him on the positive side of things. Um, but I, I wouldn't trade him right now. I, I just he's he's too talented. And who's Sorry. the right coach? Oh what, man! What kind of coach? I'm not saying
1: name names. What kind of coach do you think this guy needs?
2: I thought that uh, the Jays bench coach this year may have been the right guy for the job. Right. So, yeah. but
1: he I may guess, not be back either, though. I I'm know. sure he's going to be. Don he will be will be at least interviewed for some of the vacancies, Um and if Aaron Boone ever gets. Booted out of New York, you got to think he's interested in going back there.
2: Well, Don Mattingly's uh, a manager through and through. There's yeah. no if he's way too way too talented to be just a bench coach. But mm-hmm. um, I thought that that Don Mattingly coming in, there'd be maybe um, things would be just tightened up, and they really weren't. No, I thought maybe okay, you know what? Don Mattingly's around uh, as as the bats yeah. are kind of slumped a little bit against Minnesota. Maybe he'll be a guy to, to help yeah. get. Get them going, and it was. Or,
1: or maybe Vladi wouldn't get picked off second base in a playoff game.
2: Oh, that was that was just terrible. Little, little and that's what I mean with tightening things up, right? He just, seems, yeah, exactly. He just seems to be uh, almost daydreaming at times, and he's too talented of a baseball player to be mm-hmm. caught daydreaming at times. He seems a little bit off balance at first base at times, misses some routine throws. He just seems like he's out in la la land, if that's the best way of putting it time us say it's the best way.
0: I I agree, and uh, God, I love the kid, but we're all so frustrated because we all see the potential that's in there. We see that we see that potential fifty homer, hundred and thirty five ribby season. We we see it in there, and we're like, God, mm-hmm. like, can you give us a little bit of consistency, man? Thank God he's still young, because I mean, if he Just was play 30, the game. 31, he, prob- he would probably
1: he would be want- traded. I know I'm going to sound like the old crotchety old guy, but just play the game. <laughs> yeah. No more water yeah. bucket pours after the game. I know I've said this thousands of times on this show. No more, no more stutter steps when you're running around the bases. If you hit 60 home runs on your 60th, you can do that. But just play the game now. Just play the game. Anyway, that's my rant. I've done I think,
0: I, and I think it's important to note that, like. It's part of his personality, but right now I do kind of agree that you do have to kind of let that go a little bit until you win something, Yeah, because that's the big problem here. Like they said that about Ovi for years, right? And then he finally won, and now nobody has a problem with it. He can do whatever he wants after he scores, and people are like, hey, Ovi, isn't he cool? They weren't saying that before he won. You got to win, man. And like they've not won a damn thing, and it sucks, Bridgie. And my biggest problem... We talked at length with our friend Barry Davis recently after the right after the Atkins presser. Yeah, we have not touched on the Shapiro one much no, on the show because last we week we wanted to focus on hockey. Hockey was back. Yeah. We're doing our NHL primer with Dark Guy, but we can turn our attention to it now. Of all the things Ross Atkins said, and of all the things John Schneider said immediately after the loss, nothing touched a nerve more for me than when Mark Shapiro was asked. Why he thinks Ross Atkins is the best person to lead this team. And Mark Shapiro said, I think he's a really good general manager. And then he said, and this sent me up the wall. The results speak for themselves. What What results? results? You've not won a playoff game the entire time you're here. I know 2016, they won the wildcard game. That was not their team. They inherited it from Alex Santhopoulos. Since day one when they took over, when it was their team, they have not won a playoff game. They have maxed out at 92 wins, which was a year ago. This is not good enough, Bridgie. And I'm just struggling. Like, we were joking. uh, I I wasn't joking. I was being serious. But when Barry was on with us, I said, I would be moving heaven, hell, and earth. To call Theo Epstein and be like, please come here and we'll give you, you want 15, anything. Someone recently this week, Mr. Bridge, and I'm curious your thoughts on this. Someone just became a free agent. Somebody who I have so much respect for. I'd love to get her on the show somehow. Was just, le- well, she wasn't let like, go. Oh, she left. The Miami Marlins just lost one of the most intelligent, talented baseball executives in the world. Kim Ang resigned as general manager when it was noted that the ownership group wanted to bring in someone above her, even though she's done a tremendous job there and got them back into the playoffs this year with a nothing budget. She's walked away. I would love to have Kim Ang come up here and run the Blue Jays. What are your thoughts on that, Bridgie?
2: Yeah, I read an article on Twitter about that and very interesting um, piece to read anyways. Um, Why not? Why not give it a shot? I mean, she's proven what she can do in Miami and why not bring her in? I I don't, I don't see a problem with that. Um, I guess my one angle I come with is why not work? Why not work with somebody that's above you? Why not learn? It's not like you've been in the game for 30, 35 years and you know everything. Um, Mm -hmm. Does she have authority issues? I don't know. Um, But yeah, why not? Why not? stay and, and learn the most you possibly can instead of just walking away. But I don't see a problem in bringing her in just as long as if she, you know, when she doesn't get away, she walks away. That's just the only thing that I'm concerned about. I think mm-hmm. my
0: there understanding be a lot of, things we of don't it, know. yeah, that's exactly it. My understanding is there's a lot more layers to this. And, and sure, to be fair, Kim's been around a long time. Like she, she got her start in front offices back with the Yankees in the late '90s, early 2000s. Uh, she was in charge of of major league and minor league scouting. She was in charge of game day reports. She was in charge of a lot of stuff. And and to be quite honest, like a lot of analytical stuff that people take a lot more credence in now. But the thing that I love about Kim is that she's put in her time. She takes over there, and and it's incredible. They for for the fact of the matter they even got her to go there and a big reason why was Derek Jeter was still there Mm -hmm. well then Jeter leaves because he didn't like the direction that ownership was taking some decisions Mm -hmm. I heard a big reason why was some of the budget slashes surprise surprise the Miami Marlins to international scouting which has made them very successful but one thing that I love about Kim is that she, she appreciates analytics and the numbers, but she had a team where she had guys that would go out there and cook, and she would let them stay out there and cook. Last year, Sandy Alcantara was the Cy Young winner. That guy pitched over 100 pitches in games a lot, and they would leave him in there in the eighth inning. Sometimes he'd see a lineup four times through, and he would stay out there, and he would pitch. I, I think the world over and I, I just have no more time for, for Ross Atkins. And, and to say the results speak for themselves again, well, as a fan, I just felt so insulted. Yeah, it's as if it, Mark Shapiro thinks we're dumb and we can't see. It's like it, he thinks that like they won 100 games right. in a season and it mysteriously disappeared it, and we're all forgetting. It, that didn't happen. You've no, not won. I,
1: I wrote you and uh, producer Adam this uh, was from a – Steve Simmons article earlier in the week, and he says, Oh, yeah. Mark Shapiro was a numbers guy, so we'll throw a few numbers his way. He's been a club president or GM in Major League Baseball for 23 seasons. He has not won a playoff round since 2007 with a team he has played any part in building. He has not won a playoff game since October 16th, 2007. He's missed the playoffs 15 times. He's lost his last 10 playoff games between Toronto and Cleveland. Um, He may be terrific terrific at stadium renovations and budgeting and press conferences, but where is any evidence from hiring a fumbling GM to hiring two run-of-the-mill managers back-to-back that he can lead the Blue Jays to a World Series. I know you're not a fan of Steve Simmons. I like Steve. I've known him well, known him for a long time. That sums it's not everything that I'm not up. A fan. No, you're not. You've told me that before. But that's I don't fine. Like some that's of the fine stuff he does. Yes. Right. Yeah. But that's right. Me, it, it, absolutely right. And as I He's said, right. right after the season. And I don't think anything I heard in any of the press conferences makes me change my mind. He has two puppets. He's running the show. He's running the entire thing. He's an egomaniac, and he smiles in front of the cameras, and he says, we have to wait five years to see how trades play out, even though when he came here, he seemed to blame Anthopolis for a lot of trades um, the season previous. Um, However, Rodgers isn't going to do anything.
0: You know what's really funny about that? That's where it all starts. Yes, And, and Bridgie, I'd like your thoughts on this too. You know what's funny about that, that you bring that up? Remember, the whole the whole beef with Shapiro and Anthopolis was that when Mark got here, Bridgie, he was he was all upset with Alex for emptying the prospect cupboard to bring Troy Tulowitzki and David Mm -hmm. Price. And he was upset that he he sold the farm. What Mm -hmm. was his exact quote? Mm -hmm. And and Alex did. But they they had unprecedented success. They went to the C.S. Back to let's compare. Let's compare their records. Now, and that's not even my issue here, is that he came in and made a big stink about oh you sold off all the prospects, blah, blah. Where is the elite farm system for the Jays? It's been eight years. And right. I believe I believe this year baseball America had the Blue Jays farm system ranked twenty first, if memory serves. They were in the they were in the low twenties. Where's this elite farm system you're supposed to have, bud? Right. Where is this? Bridgie, your thoughts on that? No, I totally agree with you guys. And
2: um, he, even even himself, he's traded away uh, some young studs to to bring in some players that I think is going to kind of hurt us in, in the future. So um, oh, catching us yeah. as an example, I mean, I think we oh. all had a Kirk this year and it would have been nice to see uh, a young stud come up and do his thing. So... Hopefully nobody's a big Kurt fan, but uh, I'm definitely not. Well, he, uh,
1: my, my problem, not only my problem with that deal, Moreno's playing well. You remember who the, like, I'm pretty sure it was, I, I haven't gone back, but I'm pretty sure that Dalton Varsho was their cleanup hitter opening day mm-hmm. because they had so much faith in this guy was going to be such a great hitter. Well, he wasn't. And they also said, they mentioned it at the time, that this guy has caught in the, in the past. He's, he's our third catcher. Well, he wasn't. So, like...
0: He can how- do it.
1: Okay, he can't. They never had to use him. Why not? But, but what I'm saying, Ryan, is...
0: Because uh, they needed him at left field. Hanson
1: got hurt, though, right? So they could have used him.
0: I I know, but they but they brought up Heineman and they needed him yeah. in left field because they didn't want to play Whitmerfield in left field more than they had to, and they wanted to rest him down the stretch. And to be fair, Dal- Dalton Dalton Varsho, for as much as we're upset at his bat, and he still hit twenty home runs, as much as we're upset with his bat, he is nominated for a Gold Glove, and I think he should win it. He's an incredible left fielder. Well, That's he'll be why in center they didn't field do next it, year Probably he probably he. He probably will.
1: Batting two ten. Final
0: thought on the Jays here before we'll, we'll take a quick break and then we got to talk about about your Leafs, Bridgie. Pissing me reality. off, Bridgie. Can you tell? Batting two ten. Like, I like how you got. Did that. you go to a game last year? I'll get in there. Did you go to a. Did you go to a Jays game? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I did to All the Mariners and uh, I'm not going to another
1: game until they win a playoff game.
0: <laughs> I'm not going until Shapiro and Atkins are gone. I'm fed up with them. I think
2: I, I saw Seattle in Toronto and I want to say it was I think the second last Manoa start. And oh, yeah, that's and what they I handled that
1: situation.
2: They handled that situation well too, didn't I
1: they? I was These gonna ask years
0: years. you about that, Bridgie. What it what the hell do you think happens with Alec Manoa? I don't think he can come back. I
2: don't know, guys. I don't know what the right answer is. I really don't. I wish I did have the answer for that one, but um so but don't do you they. think they Had screwed a, this up? Puzzling, puzzling, put up and down and down and then down, down and then not making a comeback and down. What is wrong? What again? There's
1: always things we don't know.
2: Oh, there's on the surface it looks like they've screwed it up. Yeah, like you guys said at the beginning of the show, there there's layers
0: to every situation, right? Yeah, but but Bridgie, it also looks like he has a bit of an attitude problem. And I don't want to assume that, but the whole thing, it's a combo of mismanagement of an asset in, in the form of a player who was a Cy Young finalist, but it also has a bit of a layer of no, I, I don't deserve this. The whole fiasco where he wouldn't report again. It didn't it didn't paint Alec Manoa, whether on purpose or or not it didn't exactly paint him in the best light either did it no no it didn't
2: and and sometimes having if there is attitude issues um that that can be draining in the clubhouse too as well right i mean it's it's no secret guys know coaches know and you think you're you're all that it's uh it, <laughs> it might not be the best for you
1: you're absolutely right and and then like it just keeps going back to that um Boreos poll like talk about not having things go well in the clubhouse. Like it just seems like this whole team is in shambles.
0: I like yeah, I don't know, it's, man. It's bizarre world, dude. Okay, so let's let's okay. transition. Go leaf's we go. A, we we got a bit of time left. Let's yeah, let's talk about something positive, you know positive for now well, well
1: let's say we'll they, see how they played three goes. games they didn't play well in the first one one they played well in the second game and beat minnesota third game they didn't play well so to me they've only played, really played well in one game um but it's over yeah, the season now we're getting on the yeah, road Uh we're, yeah we're recording
0: this before recording the florida game prior to the florida road game on thursday october 19th yeah. bridgie do you agree with Clarky they've really only played one good game? I I kind of agree. Like I didn't think that the Montreal performance on either side either of those coaches were were probably very happy, but they did grind it out and they managed to win. Thought they did. they did play very well against Minnesota. Uh, Chicago nah, not a very promising performance against a very weak opponent. Um What's your impression of how they've looked so far? Minus Austin Matthews, who's been incredible.
2: <laughs> yeah, Matthews has been an absolute beast to start the season off. And my fantasy team's very happy for that as well. Good, <laughs> My Good. dynasty league there. So we'll, uh, yeah. But anyways, no, I, I think that they've, I think they've, they played, I would say pretty consistent to start the year off. Um, minus the fact they just didn't score in the third game. Um, they've, they've, they let in. I mean, you let in more than than you'd like to against Montreal. Then you let in four against Minnesota. You let in four against uh, against um, uh, Chicago. Right? I watched that game the other night, mm-hmm. and uh, you got to keep the puck out of the net. I, I the offense just can't keep going at uh, at seven and six every single night, right? So it's. Um, one of those things where they're going to have to to learn how to play defense here and win some two one three two hockey games, or else uh, or else it's going to be just an absolute roller coaster all year. So, I do like how Nylander and Matthews have looked uh, to start the Ooh. season off. And
1: yeah, and- Willie Willie has uh, like some of the moves he's made this year I've never seen. Like he's he's, I mean, he deserves he every like he penny Mitch Meyer gets.
2: Yeah, I he agree. Looks like he right? wants some money. Yeah, I, well, I agree with you. I agree I, with you. I hope the Leafs pay him. That's really what I hope at the end of the day. So um, I'd hate mm-hmm. for him to be against us.
0: Yeah, he's a really talented player. I, I'll ask you this because y- you brought up having to learn how to win those 3-2-2-1 two, two, games, which it looked like they were starting to do toward the, the end of last year, heading yeah, they into did. that playoff series. And then they did it against Tampa. like They won a series. Mm-hmm. And then they really, really struggled with the intense four check of Florida. I mean, again, the the third game that the Sam Bennett OT winner in that game is one of the worst covered goals by an entire team. I know we all pick on TJ Brody for that play, but it's one of the worst covered goals. He went through the entire team that I've ever seen. Um, and that's not what you want to see in the playoffs. And it kind of feels a little bit like we're in Leafs limbo right now where it's almost like the fans are like, we just don't really care how this goes. Let's get to April and see if anything has changed. Do you personally feel like that as well, Bridgie? Because as an outsider looking in, that's how I feel. And I'm not even really a fan of the team. Mm.
2: Yeah, I mean, you're talking to Clarky on a daily basis about this, and and uh, Clarky and I tend to agree on on a lot of Leaf stuff. So, um, yeah, it, it's a little frustrating. It's, I mean, just because yeah, I've never seen them, I've never seen them win a Stanley Cup in my life, and and uh, so that that's a little frustrating, y- you know. You're, <laughs> a little. You're, you're loyal. You're dedicated year after year. You spend money on watching them play, and and uh, you know. E- and it just seems things are just inconsistently consistent Ooh. recently. And um, there's I, there's a lot I believe right now, Ryan, that needs to change if if the Leafs want to win the Stanley Cup. Like what? Well,
0: tell, yeah, tell goal, us
2: goal tending and and uh, and stronger. You defense. don't like the goal tending? It's untrustworthy right now. Thank you. Thank and you. I just don't trust it. Ryan's just, eyes lit
1: up when you said that. He yeah, just loves and, and, to he just loves to pick on Samsonov because he's you do so. You do no, so. I true. Do. It's was,
2: true. He's a good goaltender. He's just he's very inconsistent and he can't stay healthy. And he gets hurt at the wrong time. Um the defense has gaps, it has holes. Um, I love the Klingberg uh, addition. I believe that uh, you'll see him do great things on the power play uh with that unit so and moving Riley around. So, but I just I just don't think that they're just quite there yet on the defensive side. Hey, they'll be just different. We know
1: they'll, they'll be different by the time the play, playoffs hit. They'll they'll be different, for sure. I, I think they've made I, some nice additions. I think they're tougher. I think uh I think I honestly think the additions have helped Matthews with his start. yeah Um
0: yeah, oh yeah. I've like, the Pertuzzi, just the presence Pertuzzi's of Bertuzzi. and Reeves, I think bertuzzi like, has been great having not like piled up a bunch of points yeah, or anything. I think exactly. the way he's playing on that line has yeah. been awesome.
1: And people have their head up when he's on the ice cuz he could like he, he'll run people. He's a
0: pest. He's yeah. a pesky guy. He's he's a, he's a, a way pest. better
1: player than than Bunting. He,
0: uh, yeah, he is. He, oh yeah. Oh uh, no, yeah. No no question. Close. Not No even question. Close. No question at all. I think what,
1: um, I think what we should do, we as as in I'm coaching this team, I think mm-hmm. we should we should do a flashback and be the leader here and and go back to the eighties and try to win every game eight six. Give it a shot. The other the alternative hasn't helped. You have probably the best scores. Well, in the no, league. it's it, it's go. not
0: that the Let's al- do it. it's it's not that oh. the alternative hasn't helped. It's that well, you've not been able to do the alternative, right. which everybody well, else the same seems same
1: thing. To do. That's what I'm saying. So let's just turn it around and be the most offensive team. And by that, meaning, I mean score goals, not be bad. Just yeah. go and do it and score goals and win every game 8-6. Exciting for the fans. Could be successful. Could Good. have a cup.
0: Let me let me point to a team that tried that for a bit. <laughs> it didn't yeah. well, that didn't go that great. Well, Sam
1: was their goalie. That's why.
0: No, no, oh. this is long before. Oh, yeah. This Ole is long. Samson, Samsonov Probably was like Olaf. 10 years old. Don't, don't you dare besmirch the name of Olaf Kohlzik. <laughs> don't you Wasn't dare insult Godzilla. did he
1: retire a Leaf?
0: Uh, I can't he remember if it was a Leaf or Tampa.
1: He didn't play any games, yeah, I don't think. But I think I, he I think he leaf signed a,
0: I think he signed a PTO and, and oh, it didn't okay. work out. No. And now he's back in D.C. where he belongs. Holy the
1: goalie. Well, they got Martin goalie. Jones, too. So goalie Who knows? Goal
0: yeah till someone claims them when they have to call them up and send them back we'll see well bridgie, call them i really appreciate you doing this uh obviously we're we're still a little sour with the jays but hey i i think the leafs are gonna put it together and hey if we know anything about brad tree living he loves to trade for big defensemen yeah. uh, i think he might uh he might pursue that for you man best of luck the rest of this uh season with the hawks as well my friend i'll be cheering for you thanks so much for doing this bridgie
2: yeah, thanks a lot, Ryan. Uh, thanks, Chris. Can't say enough good things about you, too. Known you two for a very long time and enjoy the show and always enjoy uh, coming on and chit chatting baseball, hockey, life, whatever. It's, that was it's good. Fantastic.
1: And yeah. Bridgie, the oh, hair looks great, too. The no, hair looks thanks. really good.
0: Thank yeah, you. You look like a million bucks, bro. You do,
1: man. Yeah. Just for you guys. So. GQ, we're going to call yeah. you. <laughs> you look,
0: you look, hey, doesn't Bridgie look like a GM? Bridgie looks like a manager. He is. Manager. That's why.
1: He is. That's why. He is one.
0: Listen, MLSC, if things don't go right this time, Bridgie's the guy. Bridgie hey. is the guy. Hey, Come he on. knows baseball
1: too, man. <laughs>
0: hey, Ed Ross. I'd Rogers, rather see you attention. than Ross
1: Atkins. He wouldn't take that crap.
0: I would <laughs> I too, honestly. I actually would too. Bridgie, thanks, thanks Bridgie. for doing this, pal. Thanks, guys. Really appreciate it. All right, we'll take a quick break. We'll come back with I can't plenty wait of too. news. Yep. Oh, yes. Yeah. Like a Clark, story said, coming. There's a story something coming. Something to tease. Something went down at the Listowel Squash Courts, okay? We're going to fill you in on that. And obviously, our couch potato of the week brought to you by Conway Furniture. That's coming up next on Instigating. <laughs> Back to wrap things up, as always here on Instigating with Clarky and Drury. And as always, we are brought to you and are very thankful for our great friends over at Conway Furniture. Highway 86, that's the east end of beautiful Listowel, Ontario. Head over there. And, of course, our friends at Larry Hudson Chevrolet Buick GMC. We'll touch on them as well in a minute. And, of course, our friends at the Listowel Squash Courts. And oh, I have big news mister, to share I, about that. Yeah, yeah. I have I big wanna, news to share. We're going to get there.
1: We're going to get there this. in a
0: minute. We're going to get there in a minute. All right. But first things first. We're going we're gonna to delve into our couch potato of the week, okay. brought to you by our great friends at Conway Furniture. Now, before we do that, want to let you know our friends over at Conway Furniture, they've got uh, a great deal happening right now. This runs until the end of October, ladies and gentlemen. They've got Orangeville sofa and love seats from Leathercraft, the Orangeville series featuring a high back rolled arm with zippered back cushions for ease of movement and cleaning. Sounds like a good place to be a couch potato, ladies and gentlemen, shown in the chocolate Nassau leather here. Beautiful. I love that. You know me, Clark. I like all my stuff dark.
1: That is a little nice life, looking couch. If you're watching on uh, couch, YouTube, dude. Holy or Whiteman, that is a nice that, looking couch.
0: That is a couch built Four couch potato. potatoes. Yeah. This luxurious sure. sofa, regular $43.99. Now on for only $19.99, ladies and gentlemen. The love seat regular $42.99 on now for $18.99. Quick math for you folks out there. That's 2400 dollars off of those beautiful sofas. Legit that's leather. A good deal. Dude, and that's that a includes HST yes. delivery. Yes, it does. So not only are you getting those incredible leather sofas where you can be a couch potato with us for $2,400 off until the end of October. Trick or sorry, no trick, all treat. That's, that's right. What There's, love that's what to my, oof, There's the love
1: seat. That's what Beauty. There's the love
0: seat. No trick, all treat mm-hmm. running till the end of October. The price also includes HST and delivery. See ya. Go see our friends at Conway Furniture, really quick as well, Clarky. Uh, yeah, we, we know this. We know this. Mm-hmm. What are the deals over at Larry Hudson? What are they? They're big. Well, but also there, we know this. <laughs> what are they? What are they? What am I forgetting? <laughs> They're hot. They're hot. Sorry, Hots not hot. They're,
1: they're not big. They're hot. I oh, dude, boy. you're fired. I had to take a week off, and I, 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 what I are uh, you, doing? You, know, you take a week off, and and boy, oh boy, you forget everything. <laughs> yes, they're hot. They,
0: they are hot, and tell us, still hot right now. Well, th- we've we've touched know, we touched on
1: this before. We do have a lot of inventory, um, and we especially have some large SUVs. So if you're looking for a Yukon, a Yukon XL, a Suburban, that kind of thing. We have them in stock on the lot. And that hasn't happened for a long time. So come on down where the deals are hot. Larry Hudson's.
0: There he is. Yeah, I'll I'll let you, you redeemed yourself. (laughs) Well, we'll, we'll let your coworkers be the the judge of that, but you've redeemed yourself. (laughs) There you go. Deals are hot. Despite the weather getting cold, it's hot over Larry Hudson's. If you need a big SUV to get through this. Large well, we, we never know what SUV. the winter is going to be like. Yeah, large SUVs. We El Nino sure apparently that, is setting up.
1: I, I yeah, keep whatever. seeing and reading, but whatever. What, yeah, exactly. What's the weather going to be like this winter? Look out the window every morning like
0: this. This guy says it's going to be like this. this, be like this whatever El, El Nino. El no, no. We don't. It's care. frustrating. Who cares? Whether it happens Figure or not, you, you can be prepared. You can have a large SUV because if you, you can visit either Clarky or yeah. if you already have a rep. Our friends over at Larry Hudson Chevrolet Buick GMC 1000 Wallace Avenue in Listowel. Look, it's simply painting it out for you. It's completely fine. Head over there. Yeah. Now, listen, I got I
1: want to get into this now. Okay. Okay. yeah, but I got a text this morning from one Mm -hmm. Ryan jury. That's me telling me he won his squash match this morning against Al, the owner of the Listowel squash courts. Um, I did it. Got to yes. tell me. You got to tell me because I'm, I'm sensing maybe I'll let you win.
0: I'm gonna tell you right now, honestly. <laughs> I if I if I were you, if I could do the little Ace Ventura moment yeah, here, yeah. If I were you, I would feel the exact same way. Yeah. I would be. Yeah. I would be extremely doubtful and going like, uh-huh. oh, shit. I can tell you seriously. That's not what happened. Al was punishing me, which he typically does sure, all, I can all see of that. the time. Yeah. Yeah. I've been I've been playing Al uh every Tuesday. And now we, we've switched up. Now we're doing two two a weeks. We're doing oh. Tuesdays and Thursdays up early okay. in the morning, straight to the assault, straight to hammering on my hamstrings, which are sore right now. But they're sore for a good reason because finally, after a month and a bit here of playing Al mm-hmm. in the mornings, I finally beat him and he was he was smacking me around for a little bit to like start. Like, did you win and a match or a game? I won a game. Okay. We just okay. played, yeah. good Which is okay. a a massive accomplishment for me because I'm for terrible sure. at the at this sport. Yeah, I'm horrific at it. I, I would I would actually venture to say I'm a borderline embarrassment to the sport of squash. Oh, boy. Al Where does that dis- put Al? Al dis... No, no, no. See, now I feel bad for saying that because I <laughs> yeah, did exactly. beat Al and I beat him completely fairly. Okay. Now, Al disagrees. He seems to... Th- Al seems to think, mm-hmm. and you can ask him this yourself, that I have potential. Now, I, I we would need video evidence of that. I will say I have a, a monstrous backhand which he's impressed with for some reason.
1: Mm -hmm. Have you hit him with the
0: racket or the ball or anything? Never hit him at all. No, he was scared a couple of times. Uh, He got in my way once. Good. But uh yeah we were tied at 9s as you know you go to 11 unless you're tied at 10 then you got to go best uh by two. We were tied at 9s. Uh I managed to get him on one of my lethal backhands for point 10 and <laughs> point 11 was was something. Oh, he yeah. mm-hmm. he had thought that he had ran me out of space. When he hammered it off the wall in tight, he was very close to the wall on the right-hand side. He hammered it off the wall. It was floating way back. He thought I wouldn't be able to run it down. (laughs) And I just gave it a little deft touch to the opposite side of the court. And the ball just fell and just kissed over the red tape in the opposite side corner to fall. Wow. Wow. My first ever win. Wow. And uh, I was very excited. You can ask Al. I was pretty over the moon. And he yeah, was yeah. excited for me, which is okay, the best good, thing good, about good. Al. Al yeah. is a great teacher. At least outwardly he was. No, he was. He really was. Because <laughs> you, okay. well, you might not know this, Clarkie. Maybe you do. I'm, v- I'm very hard on myself. I'm my mm-hmm. own worst critic. Uh, and yep, yep. I I'm competitive. I don't like being competitive with other people. I don't care, but I'm competitive with myself. And when I feel like I could be doing better at something, I get frustrated. And sure. so Al, for over a month now, has put up with me cursing and swearing up and down the court <laughs> at myself. Okay. Um, at, never at Al. He's a beauty, but he laughs at me quite often. He's like, "Man, you're so hard on yourself. Like you're good. You're you're improving." Yeah. And today was a beautiful encapsulation of all the work I've been putting in. Dude, I've been watching videos. Like I've been watching wow. video tutorials of like crazy world champion squad. I don't know why I'm watching them, but just to try and get a little better, play the angles more. And it all culminated finally in my first win. And I'm very, well, very I'm good, very excited. Yes, I'm excited about a little that.
1: golf applause. Now, let me ask this yes. next week or, or at no. some point at some point in the next month no we need some video evidence
0: oh okay set up I thought a little you were going to ask me to play no, you because, no, 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 no
1: I'm, not I'm not doing wasting it. my time with that set up a phone and we want some video evidence okay uh
0: yeah i can bring yeah i'll bring my my yeah, ring lights it. got a uh, i'll bring my yeah, contraption exactly. here that yeah. my ring lights on and i'll i'll set my phone up and and get it's not going to be good but it's okay. you know I grinded it out. I grinded it out. It'll get the justice.
1: So that's what we need.
0: I had I had a moving around, man. And even in the other games, I could have won two other games today that were like a lot of the games I'm losing now are like 11, eight, 9. You know, like I'm I am. I can see the progression. Yeah. Well, that's that's the important thing.
1: Yeah, for sure. Listen, for sure.
0: I was I was as intimidated as anybody. I'm not good at the sport. I'm still not good. Uh, but it's a lot of fun. I'm having a lot of fun over there. And if you want to get active, get moving around, try something new, list squash courts. It's super easy to sign up. It's a 24 seven facility. You get a little swipe card. You can go in there. You can play at three, four in the morning. If you want, just yep. whack it around. No big deal. And you and, can uh, get one Al of these nice up, hats. Get yourself a hat. Or maybe, maybe you prefer, you know, maybe you prefer a little Conway hat? Nice. hat. You never That's know. Good.
1: Yeah, you never know. Well, exactly, Look, we're hooked
0: up. We we're are swagged up. out because we support these people and we appreciate and their support. Thank you, Al.
1: And all I have to say is two things: yes. any given Sunday or any given Tuesday, oh, or okay. a blind squirrel can find a nut every once in a while.
0: Thank you for your support. I appreciate no that. Yeah, and that's, that's why good. I don't want to play you. Um. Anyway, <laughs> let's move on. <laughs> let's move on to our okay. Let's move on to our couch potatoes of the week, as okay. always, Clarky. I would I would like for you to lead us off. What do you okay? What do you got? Well, my couch. Who, who's gonna was, sit in one my of my couch beautiful potato was out from the
1: squash courts because he's nursing a broken leg. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Don't say um, that.
0: Okay. Don't say that.
1: Here's the deal. Yeah. I don't know what's going on with the with um, the Toronto Maple Leafs.
0: I need you to stop. I stop.
1: Dude. Stop. No, no. Hey, listen, listen. This isn't on ice. This <laughs> is off ice. Okay. <laughs> okay. Adam. This is the time you put the picture in. This is the DJ or somebody. It's probably not. It's just a picture I found. Um, Ryan, what? How how can the Leafs new goal song be so offensive in the lyrics? Someone was sleeping on a Conway furniture couch when they made this decision. Pursuit so of Happiness, the song, which they come out opening night. Ah, right, we got a new gold song. Listen, everyone. Hey, Google, play Pursuit of Happiness. Oh, uh, then they find out, oh, maybe we should have read the lyrics of this song um, because it was they're a little offensive, <laughs> to say the least. I just don't know how that could have got by the chain of command at Maple Leaf Sports and Entertainment. Someone was asleep at the wheel. And I'm telling you right now, I don't know what the right answer is for a goal song. It's it to me. I really don't care. All I want is something that the fans can get into. It sounds like now after the last game, it's going to be Panama from Van Halen, which I like. I like that song. It's a good song. I know it. I didn't know this song anyway. I didn't know it anyway. This pursuit. of I didn't either. I'll be honest.
0: Yeah, I never heard of it.
1: um, I but I want something that the fans can get into and 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 do a chant or whatever, right? Like that's what I want. Um, yeah. But for them to have this song that is so offensive, and Mister DJ there, who we just saw them, the, the, the it's, not his, it's now, not his fault.
0: I know it's not his fault. I know it's not his fault.
1: But I didn't I didn't know who whose fault it was. But someone was asleep on the couch.
0: So I, no I have a couple it. thoughts here. First off, I told you to stop off the top because I thought you were going to complain about something on the ice and we're three games in. The referee? So I was going to stop you. No, re- no. Okay, yeah, we're not doing that today. No. Uh, it's three games in. I can't. So when you went down this road, mm-hmm. I, I just want you to know, and you'll know this as, as well, yeah. that our friend Dark Guy last week participated in your stead. Yes. Uh, in the couch potato and he picked the new goal song which at the time was pursuit of happiness he hated it a lot and look again it's a thing where it's like a lot you're never gonna make everybody happy me personally I'd never heard the song before ever yeah. I don't mm-hmm. dabble I'm not super familiar with Kid Cudi I know who he is and the other uh I well, I know that the the version they picked as well was a remix. I know Steve yeah. Aoki worked on it. I like Steve. Okay. Yeah, whoever. You know,
1: but but my whatever. point is, how does this get yeah, the- through all the layers of bureaucracy there is at Maple Leaf Sports Entertainment? There's a lot yeah. of it. And how it got by everybody. And no one said, by the way, what are the lyrics to this song? Oh, no, no, they're fine. They don't they're particularly
0: fine. bother me, obviously, but the yes, there's a lot of reference. No, I don't care, dude. I listen to way more offensive lyrics than that. Yeah, But, but you, I will say,
1: understand it's a family entertainment I,
0: program. I understand. Yes, I understand exactly so. what you're saying. And there's a lot of references to cannabis use and different stuff in this. I get it. That said, I, I just think that and they won't do it cuz it's like it's the leafs it's a historic brand they want like they seem to want one overarching song um and in my personal opinion anything is better than that hall and oats song it's the worst song <laughs> hall and oats ever wrote it's a horrific song and i never want to hear it again and not because of the leafs although they exacerbated it i hate that song now a lot of people liked it I just don't know why they don't go with, you know, a good Canadian art. Get just use like Shania Twain or something. Really mix it up. Well, How here's what I'm Shania
1: on. The other thing I'm shocked. About, and maybe it's still going to happen. Yeah. Get the Biebs to write you one. Mm. Like they're in bed with the Biebs anyway. So just have know him if do that one. that go over well.
0: Why? I don't know if that'd go over well with a lot of they people. They have a shirt with his logo on it. Yeah, it didn't go over well either. It's ugly. But anyway, I I'll say this. Happy face is ugly. Okay. It's horrible. That jersey sucks. I and hey, look, we've all had bad jerseys, right? Love we've it. all had we've all had some bad jerseys. It's a bad one. I don't know if that's the way you want to go. Like, again, it feels like they're trying to not do like the obvious thing and just like pick a hip song. Or Brian Adams, or like a great Canadian artist, yeah. they're they're trying to do this like dancer. Look, there's a lot of songs. Like if they wrote <laughs> no Panama, kidding, right? if they wrote Panama all the way to the end, Panama slaps, dude. Diggly I love it. Roth, oh, I love the Kicking song. off the amp, like absolutely. Come on. Panama I like, no, I like it. I like it's it. a great album, great song. Yeah, but I don't know. I really feel like my my point being that I they like won't Jump do even it. better. If you're gonna Jump's play Van Halen tremendous tune yeah but again i just feel like they should just let all the players pick their own goal song like a lot of other clubs are doing because mm. then there's just like no complaining and what it does is it becomes this like uh individualistic moment that people mm-hmm. can rally around with the players can, right yeah.
1: yeah yeah and it can cause like whatever the caps score i know for exactly who it is yeah yeah
0: like, I, I could not mm-hmm. be watching the game and hear Country Roads, and I'm like, TJ Oshie just scored. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. I just think that that's the safest way to go forward because then what it is is it becomes kind of a touchstone thing with each player that kind of makes you attach even more to your favorite guy. You go, oh, Austin Matthews picked this song, and he scores, and I love hearing that. It,
1: yeah, I don't mind that. You know that. what I mean? I don't mind that. Again, it doesn't really matter to me. Like, it, it doesn't. It really doesn't. No. Like It's no. so irrelevant and it got so much airtime, and it's getting way too much now. We're going to wrap this up, but it's like just pick. Uh, yeah, I don't mind if each player has its own individual one.
0: Sure. I think it's Go good. For it. All right. My for
1: Mr. Fancy Pants.
0: I think I'd be very interested to see what, what Willie Styles picked. I, yeah. I would like to throw out now my couch potato. Okay. Uh, yeah, your and, turn. And th- this one just like. Something about it just rubbed me the wrong way. Clarky. we've talked a lot between ourselves, between many a guest on this great show. And we've talked a lot about the new school athlete mentality, a lot more kind of individualism, which is good and bad, you know, in in certain respects. This is a bad one. Producer Adam, you got to throw this guy up there. So Caleb Williams, you may have heard of him, Clarky. He is the highly touted quarterback at USC who is most likely going to go number one in the NFL draft. And I really hope my New England Patriots maybe, maybe go after him. He has reported that when he's drafted, he would like a partial ownership stake of whatever team selects him in the draft. The report says that Williams wants partial ownership of the team that selects him in 2024 if he declares for the draft representatives of UFC uh, uh of the quarterback at USC confirmed it to multiple sources I'm sorry dude that Caleb Williams out of his mind and is clearly had a, a number of nights after a college party asleep on the couch couch potatoing hard if he thinks that any owner in the NFL is going to buckle to this type of demand. And if any owner did shame on you, look, I hate the owners more than anybody. We don't like the owners. They did goofy stuff. Like we get it, Mm -hmm. but to, to, to be a quarterback and, and keep in mind, Clarky, how often do quarterbacks get drafted and absolutely flame out and not work out very well? A majority of them. Sure. A majority of them, especially highly drafted quarterbacks, a lot of them do not work out. They cannot translate from college to the NFL. And this kid's going to walk in without having taken a snap in the best league in the world and demand what a one percent ownership stake? It's a good one. What if that's a good one? You got a good one. Absolutely terrible. And 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 you you saying that, Clarky? Exactly. It doesn't look very good on the kid. Uh, like no. that's your focus, you got your. you no. want to get drafted and potentially get millions of dollars. And this
1: is true. Like this is 1000% accurate yeah. information. Yeah, that's yeah. nuts. Yeah.
0: It's it's crazy and I I think that uh Caleb you might want to get used to Well, someone should draft him and just let him the sit. Couch. them.
1: Just let him sit. Yeah.
0: That's kind of what I mean. You might want to get get working on your butt groove in your beautiful yep. new Orangeville yep. leather couch from Conway Furniture because mm-hmm. you might not be playing right. my friend Couch Potato all the way. I can't stand it. Listen, this has been fun, Clarky. Yes, I hope sir. they pick a fun goal song for you and all that stuff. Uh ultimately I don't care. Austin Matthews, is pretty good, though.
1: Um, he is very good.
0: He's very um, good, yeah.
1: Yeah, he's very good. And as we mentioned earlier, this guy is...
0: Uh, <laughs> is that your final thought for the show? He's, he's very good. good.
1: Let's just leave it at he's very good. And okay. he's going to have a special year now that he's healthy. Yeah.
0: I think so, too. I think so, too, dude. Yep. All right. You know what? You can continue having a special year watching this show every That's week. Right. Friday Subscribe. nights at nine, Sunday nights at 8 with our friends at Whiteman TV. I got that backwards. It's actually Friday nights at eight, Sunday nights at nine. So let me correct myself. You got to have the times right with our friends on Whiteman TV. That's channel six for Whiteman subscribers. We debut on our YouTube channel Friday nights at nine. That is correct. And remember, you can find the podcast version of this on all your favorite podcast apps, including Spotify and Apple Podcasts. And if you want to, you can follow us on social media and see great clips from the show, including the couch potato every week at instigating pod. Speaking of the couch potato, thanks again to our friends at Conway furniture, highway 86 East end of Listowel, our great friends at Larry Hudson, Chevrolet, Buick, GMC, and of course the new home of Ryan Drury, the listwell squash courts. We can all be winners, baby. We can hey, am going really to Niagara. Put the it's work coming up. It's coming up. Yes. Tournament, big tournament, the big tournament.
1: The big I'll, let tournament. You know. I'll fill you in I'll next you know. year.
0: I'll be on the roster.
1: Some people are accusing me of sandbagging. I might say, I went in the D pool. You know, I'm in the D pool. That's where I should be.
0: We need video evidence. We need video evidence. If you win every game uh, 11-3, we have a problem.
1: I guess so, but that's not my fault.
0: All right. We'll see you next week for more Instigating with Clarky and Drury.